beginning of act blueberry. <laughs> Tooberry. Tooberry. Okay. So I'm not sure if you'll want your notes for this. Yes. If, if you know, I'm happy to send you part of this as well, but this is also an event where I think notes is better because you're not going to remember every single moment of the, the play. I'm distilling down the major pieces to you. Don't try to every word, though, because you're not, not going to be able to. Mm -hmm. So, I will turn down the music. So you all just learn stenography. <laughs> but this is also why it's nice to have these things record as yes. well. Mm -hmm. The Schism of the Host. Act 1. Open I'm just kidding. I'm not going to read a script. I, I wrote an actual play. Um, well, it is. Can we all have parts? Can we all have parts? It is just an epic uh, tale <laughs> that fills the stage with smoke and fog to make it look like the host dwell in the clouds. And the, the smoke and fog will all vanish to, to reveal the earth when they descend to mingle with mortals. It shows the sovereign host, all represented as, as humans, and their celestial home, uh, though I will say some of these humans you're, you're confident are, are elves, um, but their, their ears have been taken down. That's actually not, not true because they can use dis disguise self. So they all look humans, but I'm not saying that they are humans, per se. But all the celestial home, sovereign hosts are represented as humans with celestial home. At the time, there are ten. When the play opens up, there are ten. There is um, Morion, Boldre, Dol Dorn, Dol Ara, Dol Azur, Anatar, Aladra, Arwe, Belinor, and Shurkan. Orion and Boldre are husband and wife. Anatar and Aladra are husband and wife. Dol Dorn, Dol Ara, Dol Azur are, um, Siblings. Wait, who else was married? Um, Anatar and Aladra. Okay. Dol Dorn and Dol Azur are brothers to the sister Dol Ara. Araue is the sister to Belinor and Shurkan. <coughs> they watch over the beginnings of mortal kind, and gently nudging them toward greatness. Anatar joins a modest yet devout dwarven forge on the, on the material plane, and they begin to make the most wonderful tools. You, you see, you know, him say, I'm going to go and, and help the mortals build and craft. And they go, do, do good. He's like, I will. And the smoke will part, and then it's like, you know, his scene, and, and he's down, and you see this, like, one dwarven smith who's like, again, dwarven smith, kind of, like, humbled over and begins to, like, ting, as a weak ting, then Anatar swoops in, and as he walks, he magically transforms to look like a, like a dwarf with big, strong arms, and he gets up next to the um, anvil, grabs the hammer, looks over, the, you know, the older, weaker dwarf is like, ting, then he, oh, ting, and it breaks to song. There's actually a song. So now there's an epic tale with song here as well. And as he begins to ting, ting, more of them like wheel out their anvils and hammers and begin to ting, ting. And the feeble one is like, 
getting stronger and the illusion changes to make him look every bit as strong as Antar. And then they all, hi-ho, hi-ho, in <laughs> sequence. And it becomes this whole song and thing. And every one of the hosts have, or groups of the hosts, have a similar thing. Um, Eladra has a lot. Uh, she is going and doing a lot with um, money. But money isn't really that big of a thing. It's like early time. So it's more like, like <coughs> fortune. Somebody, you know, trips and, she, and then they, they, they'll pause in mid-trip. And people laugh, ah, and then she'll like, come up with, hmm, what will I do? And, and all that sort of song, you know? And she can be like, should I push him this way? How would that change his life? And the smoke will part, and then you, just, you can see a copy of him, and the illusory form over there, like, you know, oh, I'm so successful, I'm a businessman. Then, or should I go over here? <laughs> and it's like, oh, I broke my arm and I'm destitute. So just, you know, fortune. And all of them go through this similar sort of thing. Homorion conjures great libraries from nothing but sand and, and stone. You see him him on a beach b building a castle from sand and stone and then making little tiny books and putting them them in there. And Baldre is like, what are you doing? She's making a bit of a, you know, you know boobs and like good gut to her. And he's sort of just like an old human, just like, leave me be to my, my books. That's just sand, my dear. And he goes, sand? <laughs> Small woman, and it grows enormous, and the greater illusion takes the stage. People are like, whoa! It's now we're talking like a Disney <coughs> world where this, like you know, three D sort of thing. It goes, and you. all of a sudden, we are all, all even you up there are within the library. Basically, the Palinae, which you didn't go into, but you imagine it's like that. He just manifests this entire place. Um, Reading the tomes of knowledge that will guide mankind for a thousand, a thousand years. Dold Dorn trains the meager militia into honorable warriors that can stand against the tides of evil. Um, they always mention evil, but nothing super specific. Sometimes you'll hear the flapping of wings or the pounding of the sound like footsteps. But you also see fiends and shadow creatures that will scurry along whenever they mention evil. So it's sort of that's left amorphous nothing super specific there but you definitely see there's a whole thing about let's get down to business <laughs> to defeat the evil Dol Ara brings the light of the sun into the hearts of the most pure people and is the one to awaken the first holy powers within mortal kind to make clerics and paladins and they help to drive out the demons and the devils um, specifically, as mortal kind progresses from hunting to farming to to trade and economy, Anatar and Aladra have a son, Kol Koran, K O L K O R R A M, and he has the idea of using precious metals and gems, hard to come come by, hard to make, to encourage trade. Mm -hmm. Which kicks off a huge surge of industry, power, and advancement. He is the first of the second generation of gods. Still a god, but as the son, he's a second generation of gods. And his younger brother, Kol Tarant, K-O-L-T-U-R-R-A-N-T, is born a while later. A new god then enters the celestial realm, much to the surprise of the host but offers each a wonderful gift. I'm going to play a song here. Oh. Um, 
I like to think that this is the song that that happens, mm-hmm. but also at the same not this one here, <laughs> but at the same time is not because I will have more episode what the actual gifts are, but just a little um. Just On to the give, give you uh, a vibe, perhaps, because again, it's supposed to be fairly fun too. <clears throat> this new god, this traveler from afar, comes around wearing black and masked on half his face. And then the orchestra really kick, kicks in as he begins to go around and speak to them. And yeah, I'll go into more detail, but for now, let's do this. So this will be an accurate description of Not too long. I went to Bergula Roost. But pretty close. Take the cataract from the eye of a blind crow. Take the tongue from the mute snake of Sodom. And lay them all out in a row. Steal the breath from a man who is drowning. Steal the heart from a young girl in love. Steal the last bite from a starving babe. And throw them to the heavens above. Whisper your secrets. He's telling this to the host. And every time you say something, illusions come up, steal the breath from the stomach, and you know, all that stuff is all like hearing around him as the Poster kind of like milling around. This is, this is like the one of the biggest musical numbers of anything. So imagine this illusory thing's happening as you say. Take the wing from a lost carrier pigeon. Take the heart from a dead white dove. Take the skull from a southbound swallow. And give them to the one you love. He says that too. Steal the fruit from the forbidden tree. Steal the earth from the very ground. Steal the rain from the clouds as it falls, and then the thunder will sound. Whisper your secrets to the wind. Tell Zorianus. Your woes will follow them. Trample your troubles till they're dust. Tell everyone to go to hell. Looks down into the fog and says, Pack all your memories in a passion bag. Leave at once to Brazil. Brazil, the strange, unknown <laughs> on The finest foods to fatten, says this to you. So for the kill. So the actual things that happen, though, though that song does happen from the course of actually doing things, here is what he does. To Orion, and this is like a feeble, hunched, 
you know, like hag, like like small hag, like mask. Think Quasimodo mixed I'm with. I'm thinking when the, like um, Jafar tricks Aladdin. Yeah, yeah, like he yeah. It's that. Himself as like yeah, a it's like that. It's like Quasimodo mixed with Phantom of the Opera. That's sort of what what okay. this is looking like, but not like with the Johnny hat, but definitely wearing half of a mask, mm-hmm. sort of thing. To Orion, the the sovereign of law and lore, the de facto leader of the host, he gives the knowledge of the one thing that even he did not know. How to divest himself of all evil and impure thoughts, so that he may better lead the host and mortals below. As the play goes on, with this knowledge in hand, Orion did just so. But this malignant force took on a consciousness of its own, and fled to the mortal mortal realm as a great shadow that seeped into the hearts and minds of many. That is where the stories of, you know, man wasn't too bad until the, till the shadow, which is one of the dark six. It's just the shadow. And you see this amazing scene where it swoops over, it comes from him, a shadow, and then swoops down, and there's an illusion to pan everything. So we're all looking down, it swoops over the, the land. It's almost like little pockets of darkness. And then and people will come on stage walking, like, happily, and then they'll also be like, hey, fuck you. So it's a very simplistic way of showing, like, this problem. The darkness in people's hearts. To Kol Karan and, and Kol Tarant, the two siblings of Anatar and Aladra, he gives one very fine gem. But he says that the elder brother, Kol Karan, is the one with, with rights to ownership of this fine gift. He is the eldest brother, after all. This angers Kol Tarant. And he brings the greed and gluttonous aspects of wealth, hoarding, and the individual over the community to mortal kind. Before that, everybody was thinking money's a great thing. We don't have to, to trade trade logs and goods. We can trade money for those things. And then he brings in the greed and gluttonous aspects of it. Because there's only one gem that went to the elder. To Dol Azur, Dol Dorn and, and Dol Ara's brother. He gave a weapon even finer than Anatar had ever created, old or Dol Dorn had ever wielded, which gave him the confidence to finally challenge his brother to a duel for the right to lead the armies of the host. But despite the wonder, wonderful gift, Dol Dorn still comes out on top and frankly embarrasses Dol Azur in the process. This leads Dol Azur to try other tactics, such as assassination, thievery, and he becomes the patron of dishonorable combat and unjust wars. Very much a dichotomy to Dol Dor. To Shur Khan, he gives stories of love, unwanted but deserved and convinces him to follow his heart no matter what. The power of love will forgive all, no matter the transgression. This part of the play is met with dead silence. The orchestra does not play. <coughs> the people do not hush. There is no whispers. There's one that's quickly silenced. Um, it seems like people are uncomfortable with this, or it's like you're not sure you've ever seen it before. There seems to be a very understood like 
this is part of the, the story, part of the place, part of the history, but we do not embrace this. We do not celebrate this. Um, yes, part of the uh, blah, blah, blah. As if it's anathema to even watch. They know the religious tales. The traveler's words, though, burrow into Shere Khan's mind like a black worm that makes its home there. And finally, Shere Khan acts on the words with the rape of his sister, Arawai, sovereign of life and love and patron of fertility. The act yields a young daughter, Zorawai, S-Z-O-R-A-W-A-I, if you care, who is not quite right. She comes out, you know, young, but not a baby by any means, as gods don't have to adhere to normal rules, and acts with tantrums so ferocious that it even affects mortals far below and far, far away. She stomps her feet, the entire three swear quakes and shakes and dust falls from the top. Clearly some sort of, you know, thing put there to make it happen, but it's a terrible thing. Doldorn is so enraged by this final act of betrayal that he attacks Shere Khan. But Dol Azur, his brother, defends him with a weapon stolen from Dol Dorn's belt by Cole Tarrant. Dorn's justifiable anger is so vast that mortal kind turns to war against the followers of Shere Khan, Dol Azur, and Cole Tarrant, which leads to the first mortal versus mortal war in history. Dol Dorn and his sister lead the armies of the host against their one-time brothers, sons, and daughters, while the Traveler watches from the shadows with a smile. Doldorn is finally victorious and casts them out and denounces them as the Dark Six, the shadow of Orion, governing corruption, ambition, and dark magic. Shere Khan becomes known as the Devourer, governing the raw, destructive power of nature. His daughter, from rape, unfortunately, Sorawai, is cast out as well and is now called the Fury, patron to any who let their passions drive their motivations, her tantrums reaching their peak each year on the nights of Wild Night. Mm. Dol Azur becomes the <coughs> mockery, called that because his dishonorable way of doing battle is a direct mockery of the beliefs that he once held that are held by Dol Dorn, his brother, and Dol his sister. Colterant is the keeper, known as the hungry in the dark and representing greed and gluttony, and of course the traveler, simply known as the giver of gifts. Hmm. So that is the play. It starts off, you know, happy, and then there's some good mu musical numbers, and then it has a very dark turn, and it ends very... Like, it's a it's a victorious feeling for the ending. Like, yay, we like we successfully cast them out, and this is why we worship and, and all of that stuff to keep them at bay. When you feel something bad in your in your heart, greed, gluttony, it's the dark six trying to... But remember, Cole Karan's goodness, and Eladra's there to guide your, your fortune. Find a good craft and the other host will guide you. It is very religious in mm -hmm. its um, making, but also again a bit avant-garde because it deals with things, it, it shows things that 
many texts do do not. And many other plays do not. Mm. As the final curtains close, the band picks up this jaunty tune again, which is a little bit strange given the current vibe. And you kind of enraptured by the end, especially the, the last last third or so when the downfall of them happened, uh, turn to Slurry, who's just looking straight at you with, with a smile. That was quite interesting. Wasn't it, um, What did you find most interesting about it? I will admit, I don't know much about the host. And so just seeing all of the lore for the first time laid out in a way that actually makes sense. It's just very interesting. And the fall, and... Do you think you would actually do something like that? Which... I think them? that question could have gone to any of them. True. This play is uh, unpopular in some circles, especially as the most pious, because it shows the host as fallible. The, the, the Traveler is a noted component of the Dark Six, yet he is not spoken of. He is uh, the one who tugs at, at your heart, at your simple ambitions to, to, do, to do things in the darkness for your own sake. But many would say, you know, are, are the Dark Six, sure, they're not part of the Sovereign Host now, but the play paints the Host as fallible, and the Dark Six in as much of a understanding light as any does. Not to say that there is for, for forgiveness or we agree with what they did, no. But we can see, we can understand. We may not agree, but we can understand. Whereas most texts and plays simply skew the Dark Six existence. They're out there, sure, sure, but not, not that we have to worry about. Mm-hmm. Or they talk about them purely in the light of evil, pure and they were, a, they were a part of the host originally, sure, but they were simply tricking. They were always evil. But that, and that's not what this play shows. It shows that there are some sins that can do terrible things, even to gods. Do you think gods are infallible? No. I quite like the idea of this uh, performance here. Of course, I, I am a follower myself. Specifically, Oladra, as you can imagine, perhaps. But then again, you do not know much of the host, perhaps not. I will admit, Arwe is the main one I knew, and Doldorin, as you can imagine, with the dwarf. But this was. What do you mean? Just does all this dwarfy stuff. And he's always like, I'm going to the temple of Doldorn to fight people. And half the time, I don't know if he's talking about fighting or fucking. So. Interesting. I did not see him as a religious fellow. Again, that, that is the wonder of faith. Well, let's depart this, this place here. Um, <laughs> Would you like some dessert? I would love some. Perfect. I know it's a perfect place within walking distance here. Perfect. 
So she and, and her, her foe lead, lead down. You guys did share the bottle of, of wine, just the two of you, and eventually you did get a second bottle of wine that, that you share as well. So you're both a little tiny bit loopy here, maybe. <laughs> um, as you walk over, it's about a 15-minute walk here. It's pretty cold, but fortunately, again, no wind or whatnot. There's a lot of high towers to, to block the wind, but also makes wind the spring where you are. Um, but you make your way to a um, tower that has a big opening. It's warm inside, but there's a balcony, and there's heat lamps. Some sort of <laughs> magic, continual <laughs> magic that's, that's putting out heat Classy. there. So you can sit up there on With my leaf sticks. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So balcony overlooking the entire Memphis district. Um, why would I would think of this is remember when, when we, we were in um, Vegas at that very, very tip top? You could just look out so far as all lights blinking and, and, and whatever else. It's kind of like that, though a lot of other things are taller than that. <laughs> so there's an equal amount of things that are very far away and small and very close and big or far away and big and all that stuff. So it's kind of like that. Um, so what do, you, what, what do you think of the theater in general, your first performance here, or watching performance here, yes? I enjoyed it greatly. Their illusions were on point. I seriously thought we were in that library. Horrified me. But I was interested. Yes, the Fjallan family, House Fjallan's dragon mark, does them wonders when it comes to illusions. They are very skilled acrobats and actors, as, as you've seen. Most of the entertainment you see up here is either put on by them or governed by them. Uh, I think there were two actual house members of Fjallan in this play, but again, they wear glamours and, and disguise self quite frequently, so it's difficult to know who is who, but they always show their faces at the end. They did a terrific job. Yeah. And what do you think of life here in Zakort City in general? It's overwhelming, but an overwhelming I think I could get used to. You do? I do. I mean, I like the shopping, but... The hot cheese ain't bad either. <laughs> ah, so you, you, you partook in the hot cheese as well. I couldn't help myself. It smelled too good. I have a hard, I have a hard time eating cheese cold. I, I'll admit now. I, I will admit this. Back where I come from, they have sticks of cheese, but they're cold. And you're supposed to just... And it takes way too much time, but I always got scolded for just eating them. But You would not eat. You must string this cheese. It takes too much time in to the, string. It's in the fucking name. Wait, don't. To the goddamn name! String cheeses, my monster! I also just have to say, I love that, like, can you imagine if I came up to you and I offered you four string cheeses? You'd be like, dude, no, I'll take one. Alright, let me let me bread those bad boys, fry them up, and serve with some marinara. I'd be like, shit, make it six. <laughs> That's literally 100% true. It's so true. Like, if I can't peel it, I want it in my mouth. <laughs> I'm glad that you're enjoying your time here. The shopping is, is indeed nice. Where have, where, where have you shopped so far? Oh, we went to... And I'll name off, like, the magic store and everything. I'm too lazy to look up right no, now. That's fine. Right. Crystals of Denian. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yep. House Sith. one. Or Vidalis. Vidalis. There we go. Yep, and I'll mention getting the griffin, bronze griffin. And I heard of your uh, successful delve into crystals of 
Denian and your your impressive sale and purchases. Yes. I'm, I'm glad that you have uh, found the need of Hospitalis as well. Well, it sounds to me like you have not experienced nearly what the city can hold. I would be more than happy to give you some pointers, if you wouldn't mind. Of course. Great. But first, let's choose our desserts. Look through the menu here. She orders a, 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 a vanilla custard with like a sort of berries around it that she'll have to crack in with like a spoon. Um, and you get whatever you want. Donut. A donut. <laughs> donut, not stick, in butter, fried. <laughs> nah, funnel cake. Funnel cake, there we Ooh, go. Ooh, yeah. Go. They will gladly do. I'm taking note of that. Funnel cake. Show me those. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she um you guys chit chat and, and talk for a half hour or so and she uh, taps her face and sips on her espresso mm. I'd like to take you to one more place tonight if you would not mind I would not mind at all good and he walks along and friends a jeez <laughs> that you see um, there's like several of them up in this area especially in pretty short trips to just to get you around all over by a house house land or a similar person this one though she pays extra to take um, her quite near her home you find she expresses it this, this is near her home the ear tame grounds but not quite yet it's in the top the upper echelons of the central plateau. Well, not as high as the Sky's Edge part where the celestial district, that was like the very, very tippy, 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 top, top sort of thing. Um, she, you go up there and there's these giant pillars and columns and doors and there seems to be some revelry of some some sort happening that there's light there's music and whatever else it's kind of hard to see what's going on and that's indeed where you are dropped off and you see um the ah it's called the platinum chateau She steps off with, with the help of her uh, inner white tiefling guard, who reaches out a hand. She takes it down the little walk, walkway. You do a little hop over yourself. She goes, Ah, welcome to my domain, Anaxoria. Have you ever wondered what it is that brought the Irtane family to the point of wealth in the court city? I'll admit I've wondered, but I figure you have enough people prying in your life, so I did not want to ask. That's always so kind of you. Would you like to venture a guess? Good parties? It's always a good party in the Platinum Chateau. I told, told you this when we met yesterday. In fact, I think it was one of the first things that I said before I knew that we would become near friends. Money only exists for one and her guards open doors and gambling 
It is a casino. Mm. The most literal meaning of money only exists for one thing, to make more of it. Welcome again to my domain, Anaxaria. The two two well-armored, very well-dressed, though, guards open up the ornate second door in the dark iron doors of this golden place. Gambling nonstop, magical implements, and all that sort of stuff. (laughs) People with cards, everybody here dressed either very, very finely wealthy. Um, Some are merchants here who are maybe betting 100 gold that they've saved up for the last few years to see if they can turn that into 200 with one with one flip of the card um there's adventurers like you and your your you and your friends when, when you're not dressed so to the nines they're dressed more like to the sevens but still people that have money to spend it's kind of like if you walk into a, cas- a, ca- a casino in the real world here you can always see the finely dressed people then you see folks like like us where they're for like you know, a stag party thing mm-hmm. then you see the oil barons People who are like, you don't look like you belong here, yet they're the ones with the most cash. Mm-hmm. That's what essentially... They conform to what high society thinks money mm-hmm. is. That would be what adventurers like yourselves would be. You're the, 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 the oil barons here. You walk in, mm-hmm. you sell a few things that you found on your adventures, and you have enough money. 10,000 gold is a ton of money for most people to go up there and spend it on women and wine and gambling, make more of it, lose it, whatever it is. So there's definitely the adventure oil barons, the aristocrats, and then the folks that are more normal that are here to hopefully make some money or just here for fun. The band is performing, as always. And Lady Celeria um, kind of just walks you through and People say, oh, Lady Irte, it's, it's wonderful to see you again. Yes, yes, very nice to meet you. Oh, have you, you met Anaxoria Ahura? She is a, a performer. Nothing too much that you've heard of yet, but I'm sure her name will be all over the place and in the stars soon. Just curtsy. So she takes her time to introduce you to people as they come up to her. But she is making her way to her, uh, somewhere. What appears to be a, a more private... Uh, gambling area. There's actually a door with um, two guards there uh, finely dressed, not fully ar- fully armored, but wearing st- studded leather and whatever else. Um, and they just see, see her nod and open the door. Walk in and there's a, probably like seven or eight blackjack tables here. Uh, or not just black, but the seven or eight tables where you could play blackjack or, or, or poker or whatever other game, Baba Yaga Dice. They're not specific to one game. They're just generic things. Pretty small room. Um, there's a, there's only two um, people at the t- tables here. There's nobody else in this room right now. Just the two um, dealers. And as the door closes, the sound outside gets quite quiet. Just um, her two guards and you and the two dealers. She sits at uh, one of the crescent moon uh, green felt tables and gestures to a stool next to her. Not a stool. Not, not in this room. This is for the fancy people. So more like a nice high back chair like like this with the other very, very nice woods and whatever else. So she settles in gestures for you as her guard pull, pulls it out. I will sit as well. She um, 
looks at the dealers and says, I think we'd be fine here. They look at her a little bit confused and she says, activate it before you go. symbols that crisscross this entire room right here. And after about a few seconds of this, it's almost like a <clears throat> feeling. And it almost gives you a very slight headache. Just for a second, that's gone. Um, but you feel no magic at all like you're cut off from the wind. You always feel, no matter where you are, even the shaft of the Feywild, you feel this pervasive magnet, strings that you pluck on your fireball. Yeah, your mind, you're plucking the strings of the weave of magic itself to create your thing. When you sing, you're reverberating your, your, your strings in your throat, and that's what's happening here. You feel like there's nothing. Your fireball on your back may as well just be a bow. Celeria is not entirely who she, she says she is. Because as this, um, this anti-magic zone takes, she is still her, she's still a white tiefling, but she's older than she looks. She, she says, ah, don't be uh, put off by my actual appearance, my dear. I am still young, I'm 38 years old. It's not old at all? No, not at all. I see that you are exactly as you showed yourself honorable thing to do. Your friend, the dwarf, would be proud of you. If only he would do that as well. Keeps pruding up his face. Um, the, the white, the skinnier white tiefling guard is indeed him. The other one is, is a half-orc. Mm. Tuss coming out here. Leather armor. He was glamoured to look like a tiefling. This whole time, so I didn't talk much. But not the one bet that you, that you saw. And you trust in this place where there's some magic that, well, then again, they could be using illusion to some. Excuse me. So you say you could see yourself in the city more? I could. Sounds like my men might end up taking a job. And... Well, would you like a job too then? I'm interested. I would like you to to perform in the Platinum Chateau here weekly. More, if you choose to stay. Very well. Weekly, at the least. I pay you 20 gold per performance. I promise you is that the lords and ladies that frequent these halls would toss plenty more than that on your stage if you played well. You could have a comfortable life here living in the Platinum Chateau. This is a sincere offer in my most sincere form. And how much time do I have to think about it? Well, a few days. I would love to see you perform 
this week if you have the time. Not not for a few, a few more days. We already have the lineup, and the less west, more and more of them comes to an unfortunate end. I'm joking. I don't need to sound so serious here. I'm not going, not going to hold your your furry feet to the fire too much. But it is an offer. I will be honest. My only concern is I'm currently looking for two people and I just got a lead on them and I don't feel like I can give that up yet but it might mean I'm gone for longer than a week. What two people? My parents. Ah. Well, I have much, much wealth and connections in the city after all. Do you believe that they're here in the city? Is that why you really come? I do not. I think they're out far east. And ah. I wouldn't want them to be found too much, as I suppose I wouldn't want them to be found after I find them. Understood. Well, I, I will say this. Sorry, Ahura. Exotic fair like us must stick together. And the ear tame bloodline is becoming stale of late. More and more of the, the children turn out to be human rather than even an inkling of tearing in them, which discredits the proud heritage. So, it would be wonderful to have a, a nether tiefling of any sort here, but that's not why I ask you. I admit it was one of the reasons why you gathered my attention at first, and now you have my true and earnest interest, a wonderful performer. And I think that you are sparkly enough to bring in more people. In fact, you already, already have the Marquis and Marquess, and the Drunken Dragon of all places. What a trick he played on her. I mean, it was cute. Indeed. He, he acts like a womanizer, but he truly does love her. And she, him, as far as, as I know. She talks far too much, though. But here, here I am talking. I do not like being told no. I will give you this warning up front. As my, my grandmother used to say, asking once is polite, asking twice is just begging. And I am not a beggar. And I will not make you ask twice. I just simply ask for a little bit of time to think upon it. Understood. After all, I want to be honest in all of my dealings with you, and I'm extremely honored by your proposal. Well, there's no more honest place than this. Can you imagine why a room like this would be constructed in a casino of all place, gambling hall. It came at tens of thousands of gold to build this one small room. That's because the clientele was the most to lose, want to be on the most even playing fields. Oh, there, oh, there's glamours, enchantments, illusions. We just saw an entire performance that could, could be done there. Your cards look a little different. The dice have changed. This happens all the time. We police it to the very best of our ability and we will kick them out for a day, a day or two if, if they overstep their boundaries. But I will say we do we do employ a few of Magdani's and, and, and Thrashka's just for that reason. They're very good at sniffing out when magic is being used where it should not. But this room right here is where the Marquis and the Barons and the Duchesses and all of those people will come to do their final 
business to play their real cards. Many deals happen in this very room, much thousands of gold is won and lost by a single hand because this is the one place where you can know there is no trickery. I do like that. I, even for being a performer, I am not very fond of lies and deceit. No, me neither. So that is why I ever brought you into this room, so I can ask you some questions. Again, I uh, learned all about your hammer selling and your, your purchases. You must have come across quite some amount of gold and, and on your adventures. I know about what your performance at the Drunken Dragon the night before last. I also know that you entered this city and went right to the King and Queen's quarters, right through the royal palace into Castle Assassin itself. Now my eyes do not go everywhere, but it stands to reason if you're going right into the King and Queen's castle, you probably met with the King and Queen. I, I did. What was that about? Well, we have gold. We've been looking for a way to set up more as we're trying to open up our guild hall, and I was hoping getting into their favors and playing for them would garner something and... That was before I realized my men's talents were worth more, but they didn't want me. And I said a few choice words, and we left. I heard about those choice words. I, I think most of the castle and the royal palace itself heard about those words. Bitch, kidding. You learn how to <laughs> project from the diaphragm when you're on stage. It also seems like bitch kid. <laughs> it also seems that you are already familiar with uh, Balra and Tristan. No, what a coincidence that you happen to not mention that to me when the gold was being placed down on our friendly wager just yesterday. Why keep a secret like this? We had only met them once and never fought. Hearing their old dogs, I thought my bet was clean. They were outside the city walls when we were entering and made to fight, but we never did. But you got quite the escort. We made to fight. Strange thing to be met by Tristan Balro. And then uh, escorted directly to Castle Sassent, the innards, which you tell me you're just a traveling performer who came and wanted to get in with Zizi King and the Queen, and next thing you know, you're on Griffinback. We made that gold good and fair. I would not spend someone else's coin on toys. That's not what I'm worried about, Alexoria. Just seems like you have done more in the city than you let on. Make a deception check. Just a general deception check here. Nineteen. Nineteen. Okay. Well, when we we were up in the uh, Colosseum seats. 
as a good Duke Trelib Medani. Inform me later on that he had a look in your little head. You have some intrinsic interest in me, it seems. So let me ask plainly. What exactly is it you want from me, Anaxoria? You are far too clever to be coy, or far too coy to be clever. I cannot be sure. Your friends are powerful enough to be a force unto themselves, and I take it that you share at least part of their strength. So tell me, truly and honestly, in this place, what brings you to the core city, and into my domain in particular? To be true and honest? Yes. Careful your next words. Back then, I did want to get close to you because I was interested, and I heard you were the way to a good party, but once I started getting to know you, that interest changed. What way? I no longer want to use you, and it would feel wrong. You wanted to use me for the your tame gala or the the tame gala? Is that what you referred to? Yes, I wanted to play there. And now I just want to be friends because I go through my life being spit at. My father tried to drown me as a child, and that's how I ended up at the dome, and where I was called a demon and a devil spawn my whole life. So, yes, the one tiefling I've seen in a long time outside the Shadowfell. Why did you want to play the tame gala so badly? There's many, many places in the city you could could play far, far easier. Well, Bard wouldn't want to play there. I heard it's the party of ages. Every month. The first primary. Far. <laughs> far. Mm-hmm. Make another deception. I'm going to roll back one of these. That's the one, 12. Ooh. Ooh. Do you have inspiration? I do. Oh, yeah, okay. Ooh. <laughs> 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 this is why I hated the dice because I didn't want to. I didn't want to. I, I don't like having a. I'm pretty sure I had. I didn't use it. That's why I had the, the real ones. Yeah. Yep. Like that way good. I can look and I'm like, I do. That wow, man, that's funny because because you, you said twelve and I rolled and I was like, okay, this is the path we're going down. And then God <laughs> was like, there, wait. <laughs> now I gotta like, oh, hold on a minute, hold on a minute. Okay, well, yep. Yeah, kind of, <laughs> kind of a. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh boy. So Some spellcraft here, even in a place where there's anti magic. <laughs> no one produces many a spunk. <laughs> okay. So, for a moment, she gives you kind of a. At the very beginnings of Crow's. Just very, very, very beginning. Crispy, just crow. Right here, she just kind of squints and become more pronounced as so she cocks her head at you. And you're like, shit, okay, I really need to fucking pull down. I'm going to double, triple, quadruple down on this lie. You had your chance to speak true. You went with a lie. And it seems to have paid off. Because <laughs> you give the most earnest look that you can. <laughs> and her face goes from I don't believe you and we have a problem to well you cannot blame me for being suspicious when a McDonny tells me these things and there's some things that to me seem like those truths that were being hidden from me 
You did not mention that you met with the king and queen after all. After all the stories that that you said. I did not find them very pleasant and I was embarrassed. And I hear that the Twelve don't really get along with them and to be honest, I don't understand why you're not one of the Twelve. And so I just figured if it looked like they hated my butt, all of y'all would hate my butt too. Ah, if anything, we would we would thub your butt even more. It is a good butt. You know, she she goes into a more relaxing state. No, she actually puts her arm around here like like she does when she was at the celestial vista. I was gonna cut your throat. Let's talk about your butt. <laughs> <laughs> safe zone. Friendship. This is the only time my butt is the safe zone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Man, that's amazing how one one roll, one inspiration literally made things go. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not even like physically over what I thought was gonna happen. So I'm like, oh god. Okay. So okay. So she. Uh, well, good enough, sir. Then we'll believe you. Naturally, hope that you will uh, sign a contract with me to play here at the. Platinum Chateau. Of course, if you have any amendments to this is the contract, we're happy to bring them up. If you wish to barter for other things, I would recommend I could probably afford 25 to 27. I will think upon it and give you my answer. Right. I appreciate it, and I hope you do know I'm not on a path wanting to hurt you or anyone around you. And I'm sorry if it ever seemed that way. Make a per persuasion check. Better at those, and that's 19. 19? Mm-hmm. Well, like, ass book, except for the one you got at 26. <laughs> uh, she nods and says, I do believe you. But why aren't you one of the 12? Well, last I checked, I have a nice birthmark on my butt, but it is not one of the... Approved 12. Don't have the, the marks to give undeniably power. It's not just a pretty coloration of marks. They give magic power inherited through the blood. Like sorceress bloodlines, but even if you have sorceress blood with, within you from the elements, from the other planes, dragons, they say you still have to learn and become strong and do the things that your, 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 your friends that do that. And I'm sure that you have done as well. Again, she has no idea you guys are like over to her. She's like, yeah, they're strong. You're probably, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, but the dragon marks give access to power that while it does require training and stress to bring out, it is far, far easier for one with the dragon mark to do these feats than it is for one who is not. So there's no question that the dragon marks themselves have power, and therefore the families have power. The honest answer is there is no entering the dragon marked families. They simply are. They always will be. At least, well, I shouldn't say that. I don't, I don't know. They will always be. I don't know how the magic works. I think that is probably the deepest fear inside every dragon marked family's is that one day they'll wake up as a dragon rock no longer 
be there. They'll have their gold, their industry. They'll have the same that I have done. Ah, suddenly we're on equal playing field. Have the marks ever just disappeared before? No. That's from my understanding they don't disappear. But there are... When a dragon-marked family member goes against the family in some way, shape, or form, some dishonorable act or, or vehemently goes against it directly, uh, they can have their mark cut off, flayed from their body. Or if it's in a place where flaying would be too inappropriate, it would be branded off, the magic removed, and they become an exorcist. Just like, I'm exorcise, like if you want to exercise on the... Yeah, I do it every day. In case you guys don't know, the um, roots of the term um, exercise, like extra exercise or ghost or demon or whatever else, actually mm-hmm. means to cut out. That's what mm. exercise means. So it's a it's a double play on it to exercise some, some things, but then also to physically cut it from them. Then they are banished from the court city. It does not happen often by any means, but that's the only time I can think. I think the last time this happened was a member of House Lyrandar, Mark of the Storm, Half Elves. But that was maybe maybe a decade or so ago. Perhaps even more. They're not. I think you knew him too. Perfect, it's working. Yep. <laughs> Your boy love. Your boy love. I am. That escal totally obliterated. Going to sit and think for a second. Hmm. And I am going to say, because hmm. I have his name in here. Sorry, mm-hmm. it's hard to do with only one hand. Oh, no, you're fine. <laughs> Was it a Rubella fellow? I don't actually have his first name. I just have Mrs. Sanding. Sorry, Rubella and Hearts. I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't remember his. Well, no, Robert was not his first name. Did he look And like... even so, I am sure that any name he had, he took on a, de- a different one. It is much of, of a shame for them to be exorcised, to be an, an exorcist. Makes sense. Perhaps he... then in private I could play you a song sometime and show you someday who I'm thinking of. Perhaps. I, I unfortunately I did not personally have any dealings with with him. Perhaps from uh, paintings and the such, I could get, could gather approximation. But he was stationed off to the uh, East Mar. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was doing sea travel and and, and air travel. And when Zavor began, he uh, wanted nothing to, to do with it. I think he in the earliest parts, which were in some ways the most brutal, because they came out of nowhere. He. Uh, was commissioned to join to be part of the uh, air, tra- air travel and sea travel and to fight alongside. Quite po- quite powerful he was, if I recall, at least of what they say. After a few months, maybe a year at most, he wanted nothing more and left. Well, when House Lyrandar found him drinking away his time some, somewhere still within Sirnea, well, I think the end of the story is how I started the story. I'll leave it at that, that. But the answer to your question, my dear, is no. The marks have not never simply vanished, as far as I know. Dispelling 
mag magics. A room like this would would suppress it. Yes, dispel magics would have no impact on the mark itself. That seems to be. It. If you want to, want to remove the magic, you must remove the flesh and a good part of it. Makes sense. It's weird that he wouldn't want to stay in the war. It seems like every family has actually made a lot of money through them. Well, not to me, but yes, the uh, of the. Dragonmarked families, there's a fair number who have profited from the war efforts. No doubt about that at all. Though I did hear a rumor my man brought in that House Thrashk is going down? Losing money? Only gaining money off of teleportation circles nowadays? Ah, House Orion. Oh, Orion. Yes. Mm -hmm. Who's the one being in the way? House Orion? Orion, yeah. Mm -hmm. oh, okay. That's right. Yeah. By the sky travel people and the male people. Mm -hmm. I can't keep these families straight. No, I, I understand. It took me. Uh, well, I I grew, grew up here and I was taught this from a very young age. I do not not blame blame you at all. Uh, yes, House House Orianna. Basically, she'll explain what I explained to them mm -hmm. earlier today. Mm -hmm. the same time. Blame that. Is unfortunate, but at the same time, I don't think Hasarian will ever be gone. There, there will always be need. They simply might shrink, and when things shrink, they tend to get uh, eaten by other things. But as far as the dragon mark exists and powers are, are granted to them, they'll find a place. Perhaps not governing travel or the teleportation circles. Perhaps they'll govern more mundane things. I think that would be an enormous step down for them, but the family will exist. It might simply be the 11 and a half. Makes sense. But many of the, fa many of the families are, are already half families or far less compared to Silmazer's house. Kaneth is unbelievably rich and wealthy and influential as his house, Galanda and others. House Deneth, War, of course. Seem to die. Seem very friendly. Me, ah, the Marquis. Mm. Mm. Duke, de Madani. Oh, oh Duke. Uh, Duke Trelib. Ah, Trelib. Mm. I'm, I'm sorry. That was that. That was a Joshism. Yeah. I'm grumpy the whole city. I'm thirty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, mm -hmm. Ah, yes, Duke. Duke Trelib. Ah, uh, no. <laughs> We do not speak so much, but he felt it within his right or reason to inform me what he had pried from your head, but you were only within his range for a short enough time that he only gathered an intense desire to become my friend and confirm the stories that I heard about you uh, knowing how you arrived in the city. Well, I appreciate him doing it. Yes, if not, we might not have had this conversation. Exactly, and it shows he's looking out for others. Exactly. I don't think that's a bad thing to do amongst friends. The Danny's are not, not one of the bad ones. Then again, there's no particularly bad ones as bad as any of them are. Although elves freak me out. I never know how old they are. Pretty sure several of the performers to, to, that we saw tonight uh, are, are easily in their 300th year. Oh. 
they look younger than me. Too many years to make mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> and yet never enough to write a single one. That's why I don't make mistakes on this one. Can you teach me how not to? Hmm, perhaps, perhaps tomorrow after our next performance. I would appreciate that. But for now, I have books that, that need to be kept, and I'm sure, yes, and the skinny um, white guy teeth, and it's like, yeah, dude, we're like way past schedule right now. <laughs> it's like, so, thank you very much. The door opens up. She should be here. She should have been here like two fingers ago. She touches a medallion on, on, on her neck, a big purple thing like, um, <laughs> gem, looking like an amethyst, um, protrusion all that jazz. She touches it, it flares up, she looks back like her youthful 18 or so year old self. Well, this was fun. Let's go. As we're walking through the casino, I say, Can I play here this week no matter what? Just for bragging rights? <laughs> we'll see how, how does the next few uh, the theater performances go because I'm. Uh, that's part of my bargain, <coughs> isn't it? That it is. That it is. Oh, and if you wanted an invite, I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Her half orc now looking back like a tiefling guard will uh, escort you out as she goes a totally different direction. You see a grand central stage where there's people performing right now. Not like a big jolly show, just playing some some background music at, at the moment at, at least, and uh, people wheeling and dealing and all that jazz. It's just like a chaotic amount of stuff happening now, golden shit flying. Like this may be much even for me. Um, you have this weird thing. You kind of want to just open up your big box. <laughs> But you know, <laughs> and um, they won't miss me. Yeah, you immediately feel better once you're out of that that room and your magic comes back. Not be like doing anything. It just feels better to feel like you could do magic. It feels very mute in there when you know, there's nothing you could do. You're escorted to the door and it is open for you. And uh, he asks if you have a ride home. No. No problem. You see, there's. Um, several flying beasts there's also three magic carpets there each with a driver and uh Tokai Russia wants to go within the city first time you heard him to talk I think oh, I can do come on miss to the theater please to the theater okay I'll say which theater it is but just imagine that they all are like paid to like sing the Aladdin song, like "Fucker." <laughs> Put my hand over his mouth. <laughs> this is my chloroform. <laughs> long break for you guys. What are you guys doing? Not as long as hers time. was at the beginning. Yeah. It's okay. I did a a lot of, lot of stuff while you guys were in the library. Uh, oh. oh yeah, the art. Yeah, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Um, we honestly went and got blueberries. Oh, yeah. More fried cheese. And then we put in and we went, well, we'd have to get the weapons first, right? Yeah, well, I wanted to at least go to uh, House Orion and see, like, to, to their mail office to see if they, they ship packages inner city. Like, yes. Yeah, intercontinentally. Absolutely. They 
they do. Okay. In fact, that's the thing that they're doing the most of. Mm-hmm. But they're also they're not in charge of entire. Yes, the simple answer, answer is yes. Yeah, because we will basically we want to pick up some uh, simple weapons and then ship them off to Hyamont for the guild. For the guild, so we can mm-hmm. stock our armory. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Done. How much? Um, we 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 can do this on uh, Slack. I'm sure you guys have enough gold for anything like like a sword mm-hmm. is like eight gold or something like that. So um, probably less than that even. Yeah, probably is. You're right. Cause... So let me know what. Um, just a regular ass like short sword. Yeah, feel free to look up. I'll go by the prices in the book, so you guys are free to look up whatever weapons you want. You'll be able to find them in the city. We would have gathered that. Well, the blacksmith is right downstairs from our tangle. Damn, right downstairs from our fried fried cheese. You're never leaving this tower, and you're sleeping here for now. Commercial. I was thinking like a spear, which is one. But yeah, I'll let you basically yeah, pick up the Yeah, that's, like, that's the thing. Pick we'll, out well, what you want. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you have enough gold for it. Just let yes. me know how much is being sent. Yeah, I guess. Can I see the book? Oh, yeah, of course. Your weapon list. It was also, in part, a guise to kind of go and check out the, what the mail is like. So then, yeah. Gotcha. And to so you kind of like see what it, you know, it is about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And see like how much business they're getting currently. You know, if it seems like they're... If they have like a bunch of like knickknacks or something that they're trying to sell, they like bring in extra profit, stuff like that. Yeah, they. Um, so this is probably the lowest in the city you've been. Mm-hmm. Sort of when you first walk walked in, the, the establishment itself is actually quite nice and fine, <clears throat> but it mm-hmm. has to be low because they want to be able to. They, they're going to use ground transportation, so it makes sense to be way the fuck up there. People have to bring. It doesn't make any sense. So they're based. It's one of the nicest places in the Dura Quarter. Okay. Right on the right on the edge, um, actually in, in an area called Tavix Landing, mm-hmm. which is not the way that you guys came in. You guys came in from the south, but coming in from I believe the west is a big road. Is, is this area here? Like this huge promenade here, you can mm-hmm. see. This is all called Tavix Landing. Okay. And they are right about over here. Okay. Sure. So still a very important <clears throat> place, still centralized, but right where a lot of trade comes in. There's canals. Mm-hmm. Right, right here, you see a lot of water. There's a canal that comes right through the center of this before branching off around here. Mm-hmm. Waters around the court city are not big enough for full-size ships to come super close. So mm-hmm. a lot of times things are shipped via canal. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, the House Lyrandar would handle water mm-hmm. travel. Um, so yeah, you find this for essentially the post office mm-hmm. um, place of House Orion. Um, you notice very quickly that there are humans working here, but you don't see any dragon marks on them. Mm-hmm. doesn't mean that they're not there, but you are looking and you mm-hmm. just like don't see any dragon marks on the forehead, the hand, the face, whatever else. They're very, very pristinely dressed and stand at, at attention. There are guards and whatever else, and there's a whole bunch. It reminds you kind of like of the the, the Harper Guildhall mm-hmm. you guys have gone in, where things come in and out. Um, that's kind of the vibe that you get from this. Um, they're tracking what, what you want shipped and where, and they take gold, mm-hmm. and they ask if you want extra... Um, Guard and how quickly you want this. So that will have a lot to do with the, the price. So one, how quickly do you want to ship to Hyamon? Mm-hmm. Um, Cause they can, they can, okay. If they're gonna do a caravan, 
right? Which is much mm-hmm. cheaper for them. It might be a caravan that comes up for three all the way here and yeah. all the way like this, and it makes way through Hama before coming back. If you want a straight shot there, of course they can do it, mm-hmm. um, but it's gonna gonna cost you like ten times more than just adding your stuff onto an existing traveling caravan. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. So it'll uh, once I know the amount of the I'm, I'll, mm-hmm. I was going to go by um, by. I think gold amount and weight are pretty, pretty close. That makes sense. So, so let me know how much gold total it is. One seventy-five. One seventy-five. Yep. Cool. Wow, that's quite a, quite. That's quite. Well, that's yeah. like because short bows are twenty-five gold, and I bought a few of those. So like the weight um, of those isn't necessarily they're right. not twenty-five pounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're two pounds. So yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I won't do that. I didn't think about the bows. So well, I can I can give you poundage here really quick if you guys just don't worry. It'll take just a second. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. So the weight is the uh, the second like. Factor. Yeah, once I know the total weight, then it will be easy to. Speakers are heavy. So we're looking at 45 to 50 pounds. Okay, so let's go with 50 to keep it nice and easy. Uh, 50 pounds times two Haima is. Well, so I don't know how much a bunch of arrows would have way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Number of miles. Thank goodness I have my map right here. Going to Denver. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we'll attach a note with instructions. I don't know how this works. Oh, Pointy and out. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I guess like so it teleports there, but then like, do they will they hand deliver it to the guild hall door? I guess. I, well, I'm sorry. Was this one isn't actually teleporting? This one's just like the physical mail. Okay, gotcha. Like Pony Express style, Pony so Express it's actually going to take some time to get there. Well, that's no worries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, if you want, if you guys want to mention, like, can we just have a teleport there? Oh <laughs> yeah, no, oh, absolutely. Not to Highmont directly, <clears throat> but they could um, to the ca- capital, which is Silwood, and then it would be a sh- relatively shorter path. But honestly, at that point, it would be exorbitantly expensive and would only it wouldn't save us that much time yeah Yeah. not that worried Mm -hmm. but they did seem like they would cooperate with uh the oh wait they do the teleportation circles too yes yeah never mind (laughs) Mm -hmm. okay so 50 pounds and about 400 miles so it's going to be I didn't get any of D's last session. Oh, <laughs> that's because you've already executed it. Very blown. Oh, you want more? There's a whole box already. <laughs> yeah, just, just come back. There's just this whole pile. No, I've been keeping track. You're just sitting on top of them with your hands crossed <laughs> like a dragon. Okay. It will cost you uh, 200 gold 200. to ship that amount. And that's with the normal caravan, which comes with guard mm-hmm. and such, like a guarded caravan that, but it will take uh, a month 
in mm -hmm. half to get there because it's not a direct shot. Mm -hmm. If you want a direct shot, um, the cost will be closer to 1,000 gold because I have to do a whole different path and uh, hire separate guard, death probably, or something like that to, to get there. Mm -hmm. Either way, it's going to take several weeks to get there just based on how far you guys are right now. I'm not tree striding it as such. Yeah. I'm not probably fine, right? Not that I have. Not like they're in a rush for it, perhaps. Yeah, I mean... Anything else we need? We gave them some stuff to get started. Anything else they can get in high mount? It's not like they're in the boonies. That's true. So this is just to have a, a stock, kind of, for... Exactly. Who knows what's going to happen. So yeah, exactly. that sounds like a good deal. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Oh, so, shit, i got to pay the man. Uh, so, so 200, 200 gold. I can do that. We'll I don't carry any money. So, <laughs> give or take. I'm not going Actually, the distance only probably about a month or maybe even less, three weeks or so. Oh, okay. Caravan does not spend an enormous amount of, of time in each place it goes. It mm -hmm. travels all over like like a snake, but it drops everything off and is back on the road boop, boop. the next next day. Mm -hmm. I like that. Makes sense. What would you do if we just all took jobs in this area? And she's like, you're done. <laughs> what do you think happened when I was developing the city and using the book? I was like, man, you could live. There, there, there's a reason why there's entire chapters of that book about mm -hmm. just the city. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's so easy to do an entire campaign in here, which I don't want to do. But it is fun to think about the fact that, oh my God, there's, just, there's so much to do. It's like we're doing a separate mini campaign right now mm -hmm. in our main campaign of traveling and death and all that stuff. It's like Lady, uh, oh, Celia? It's Lady, it's like Lady Celia is like, have you heard of this Dungeons and Dragons? Let's play a game. And then we go in. <laughs> <laughs> You're in a tavern. Except we're the bad people to play with because we met a game all the time. Oh yeah, I remember these. We saw one of these in a game. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're Remember? weak to acid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're not supposed to know that. Yeah. It doesn't say that in the book. Well, it's true, so. <laughs> have you bought one? No. Have you bought a bulbet? Because <laughs> we have. Yay! More. <laughs> Jim's a happy. This one is a little pee. Ooh. <laughs> oh, that's weird. I'm having that guy. It's, it's the boy. Ah, so like you one, need more gems. The one, one <laughs> gem. All right. Um, what else are you guys gonna do? Just like you're just eating, hanging. I guess that would take you what a while to do. Hours to buy the stuff, to transport it, walk all the way, take like whatever vehicle you want, or just walk. You have fucking enough time. You finally get yeah. the experience. The stairs. <laughs> I mean, fifty bullshit. We have a thing. That's right. We're on a different one. Yes, you're right. You're not fucking doing that. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let's walk. Mm. It's right. so beneath us, literally. Well, I ask. <laughs> nope, he wants to stick the carpet. Right. <laughs> yeah, so that would take you guys, I'll just say roughly the same amount of time that it would take you. So say such thing is going nice and smooth. Is there anything else you guys want to do, or is that your big thing? Cheese, and cheese swords, and post office. Mm -hmm. Oh, sorry, you were going to ask more details about the actual post office itself. Yeah, I was just kind of... Like Harper... Guild Hall, you don't see any actual dragon marks. So you see dragon marks, sigils, and mm -hmm. symbols, and whatever else around. Um, there are 
are side rooms that you don't really go into. So you're, it's kind of like the Harbor Guild Hall where mm -hmm. there's a map, but you guys didn't see most of it. You're only in the main area. Mm -hmm. um, kind of a similar thing there. Koran is a big part of this, which mm -hmm. was the Sovereign Host, um, the second generation mm -hmm. one of Cash, and mm -hmm. all that stuff. Um, also Orion. So there's a lot of religious iconography, if you want to call it that, in mm -hmm. everything in the, in the court city, and really the entire West. Yeah, I don't say it a lot, but it's, it's always on things like, oh, mm -hmm. a smith, I bet, yeah, Anatar, right there. Mm -hmm. And also, um, you saw a lot of symbols to Eladra when you were in the Platinum Shack. I should have mentioned that very quickly. Like, the door is dark iron, but it has a silver um, Eladra on it, pretty much. Actually, now that now that you've seen the symbol and now you've seen the play, look at what's on her. That is the symbol yeah. of Eladra. They're not the symbol. There's a whole different symbol for her. I it was just a carving somebody did of her. <laughs> she would love that. I'm Eladra. <laughs> so that sort of symbol is uh, a, a common internal sort of thing there. <laughs> Okay, so you were getting flown back to the theater district, though. Because that's where they were picking me up. Ah, is that what's happening? Yeah. So we're standing on the bridge. Wait. Also, did it seem really busy in there? That's all I was going to ask. Ah, sorry. Yes, that's all. I'm probably going to get a job because it's unfortunately boring. It's a post office. Sorry. No, 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 no. No, sorry. I'm just saying, like, it's not as enthralling as other things I've been describing. Same you're a boring person. But what's the postage rate? <laughs> I just told you. <laughs> you actually did. Yeah. 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 After that, we'll say yes. <laughs> That's kind of funny. Um, I did it by weight and gold. And, or weight and miles. And I just, uh, um, it is, yes, it is busy. It is definitely busy there. Because no, the need for ground travel will always exist. Mm -hmm. It's just... Are people able and willing to pay compared to things like lodging or warriors or mm -hmm. detectives, <coughs> PIs can go for like a pretty penny, all that, that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, their rates are reasonably mm -hmm. high. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, that was a lot of money. Like, I know we shipped a lot of stuff, but like, that was a, it's cost more than penny. the things we bought. Like, yeah. We could have we could have started a small militia here. Could have made donuts and then exactly. So that is I'm glad you picked up on that. That's because it is more expensive, which is sort of the double edged sort of when your thing is wanted less, you need to make more money. So you upcharge it, then people do your thing less, then you lose more money. So it's sort of a you can you can tell that they're in the balance act right now. How much can we charge? Mm -hmm. So we don't mm -hmm. just lose a fuck ton of gold, but also not ostracize the average merchant who needs to to, mm -hmm. to take our stuff and whatever else. Yeah, but they still have to hire like the house denth people in order to like exactly. have guards. And a and soul stuff. soldier or a guard has at least two silver to two gold pay a day. Mm -hmm. So that's how these things add up. Yeah, over a month. Like it's really expensive to ship. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. Okay. Yep. Oh, sorry, that's all. No. Okay. And going outside of the country uh, takes more as well. All, all the stuff. Um, okay. So yes, you guys are, are on the bridge, flinging, flipping and things off it. Produce flame. Probably kill somebody. And then, then he comes on, on a golden and silver tasseled carpet. As I land, I'm going to say that I'm took you too long enough. Long enough to do what? Mm -hmm. Thanks for making me wait. Wait when? She's what? not around. I will hit you. <laughs> <laughs> the guy 
was just like, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Choose a phrase that nobody would ever say normally. Wow. <laughs> okay. How was the show? Very informative, actually, of the host. Very graphic. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it has about the schism, I suppose. Yeah. You worship those things? No, they're all dead, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm more of a nature guy. Nature boy? Nature boy. Tree hugger, as they sometimes call me. God damn, really my favorite. me. <clears throat> yes. I suppose <laughs> we should, because at this point it's like 9, 10 p.m., right? Mm-hmm. We should be heading back. It's definitely or probably... Yeah, 10. 10 by now. The play is about half hours, so we time. Mm. We should be heading back. Um, there are a few things I would like to chat about, but... Yeah, well. well, that sounds great. We'll throw the carpet out, and I will so well. voluntarily give you my cloak, because it's a chilly winter night, right? Am I wrong? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can I the, guy's, the guy's coming back is carpet heating you for some reason. What <laughs> <laughs> are the chances? Got any more hot cheese left? I mean... I take a cold. I take a cold cheese log out of my pocket. As long as it's not stringy, thank you. Fire. <laughs> yeah. As you guys are, are on the thing, Floating a little produced flame kind of flickering to cause. It's kind of what you was doing. I like a good char. Beautiful, beautiful scene. Wow, here you go. That's like <laughs> that's like a great like visual moment for you three right now. In yeah. the dark night, the winter, you and Earth's big, you know, Naraku, you know, cloak thing. With the, with the wolf head on it. Mm-hmm. Well, here's a little, which looks small in, in, in his giant I'm behind Earth. He goes, Earth, me, Norway. <laughs> he just puts it behind him sitting. I just see a little flame. Yep. <laughs> it's, a, it's a super bristle image I really, really enjoy. I like that. Of all things that I have in a company, I probably have that like commission to get painted. <laughs> that would be such a cool thing. But you guys make the, the half hour or so trek to the Drunken dr- Dragon, I presume. Is, is there anything you want to, like, yeah, is there anything you want to talk about right away? Or is she, like, I think we should be in, uh, in our room to chat more than likely. Mm-hmm. Okay. I would probably say that we should be in a room to chat. Sounds good. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. All right, then we will get to the Drunken Dragon. Nice. Get to the Drunken Dragon. There's some <coughs> revelry happening. People go, hey! When, you must when, be when the you <laughs> If you want to go, look around with me. Um, and Marcus, you know, white, you know, does one of these and gestures to the harpsichord. If you wait, it's pretty late. If you want to play. He's not saying do it. He's just saying if you want to. I'll say, give me ten minutes. need to talk. No, you know what? Take the night off. You, you performed the hell the last two nights. Plus, it's a bit late, and I don't want to see what happens if, if, if this lot gets too excited. Some of them a third night in a row? Mm-hmm. Could the drunken dragon stay standing? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> oh, oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. That would have been good. I got a 19, which means it's a 34. Holy yeah. shit. That would have been amazing. One song. <laughs> and went down to Georgia. Yeah. Yep. I don't know why that came no, no. Hey, must be the money. <laughs> you know, it must be the money. <laughs> you guys have seen the um, Get music all this magic video carpet you <laughs> for turned to down for for what? Yeah. They just break through all the. That's what yeah. I imagine you would do. Turn down for what? 
Falling off the drag hour. Like, down the tower, down the windows. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you, you guys make your, make your way to your, your room. There are two keys. I imagine you have one, and one of you two has the other one. And you go in there. Mm-hmm. Doors closed. Oh, I didn't <laughs> see if you had that key. What, what do you guys do in your room? What do you want to talk? Wait. Can you do anything to make sure no one's listening? Like, I know. Uh, I'm not gonna, I can detect magic for 10 minutes, or I could just telepathically link us for ten, an hour. I mean, are we that worried? Takes that long. I could even make a dome. We could sit under the dome. Does the dome prevent speech? I don't think it does, actually. Mm-hmm. I think it gets a visual thing, but you can still hear from it. Maybe yeah. tell. Okay, so if I was in it and bandits were on okay. the other side and they said, oh shit, they would hear me say, oh shit. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll check while you guys talk. Like assume it, stop assume it, it does not it does? stop. Okay. And I think you're correct, it doesn't. Because yeah, mm-hmm. right. with the wolves, oh, right. he mm-hmm. put his hands over our mouths when true. the wolves oh, were on that's top. That's absolutely yeah. true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. well, while he thinks about linking us, tell us about the play. The play was interesting. It went all the way through the different gods, and I will recount, like, pretty much, not pretty much, I will recount everything with, like, the rape and the shadow and the traveler the traveler being the one giving the gifts and gifts didn't our friend bfk mention gloomrod they had a traveler passing through i think so that's what mm-hmm. they called him and a shadow i thought what if the crow is the traveler and has fallen from grace or something and maybe from grace the... it's from the sounds of your play it doesn't sound like you ever had it Oh, yes, but I mean, he's powerful enough to give things to gods that they didn't have. So, I wonder if the scrolls... Did any of his gifts actually work? I mean, listen to the story. I mean, Shere Khan became the devourer. But he didn't give them anything none of them had. He made, I mean, he played on their weaknesses. Well, I gave him a sword. True. That didn't work. Dolan still kicked his ass. Still kicked his ass. I mean, you're still fighting a god. Orion, he gave the knowledge of how to divest all evil from himself. But and what that did he do? He made the most work. evil creature yeah. we've ever heard of. True, mm-hmm. true, true. But that's still powerful. I guess the knowledge, yeah, he didn't know how to do it. Yeah. And if he knows how to have a sword that a god doesn't know how to forge. So wait, wait, wait. Are we, are we saying the same guy that we saw in Donfire's vision? Is this traveler from your play that had tea with gods and gave him gifts? I'm not saying he's not. Yeah, I think that's the best lead we have, especially within Gloomrot. They talked about the traveler and the shadow. Mm -hmm. And it sounded like him. And I wonder if these scrolls were maybe part of his power originally. And maybe he's trying to collect them to get back into what he had. So he can seek revenge on them or maybe some other ulterior plot. Maybe turn the world more evil. Maybe turn the world more evil. I mean, it sounds like... So what do the flares have to do with that? Minions. That makes sense. They're not necessarily... Because they don't seem to be his entire thing. I mean... No, it's... He has the hobgobs. Fingers in a lot of pies from the looks of it. Yeah. I'm saying... I was like, are we fighting? <laughs> no, I'm trying to find <laughs> <Roll initiation. laughs> Someone's listening. Just a theory. Yeah. No, it's interesting. I mean, it is a play, but it Take does kind of line up with a little bit of stuff I read today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, just thought it could be something there. 
Mm, could be. And then I found out. Arway? Yes, Arway. That's the one that Claymore always. We right? Know about. I yeah. think so. Hunting, gathering, and all that, or something. They talked in the play about she was like of love and fertility. She's typically the, the god of like hearth and home, I think, in this town. Oh, that was bold. But by that I mean like like harvest and like yes. simple peasants kind of so principles. To, to, Sorry, to, to I shouldn't use those words, but yeah, to make it really simple, ROA is like the um the the, the harvest, mm-hmm. and Balinor is like the hunt. That's the way. Bal- like, I was like, Bal- I was like, I thought she had a B one that she gave. She did to. both. Yeah. She was big. Okay. And did both. Oh, oh yeah. She liked to spill mm-hmm. her guts out for them. Mm-hmm. Literally. From, from an animal. Yep. So that's what I learned from that. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That is potentially relevant. And tomorrow we'll be seeing the the werewolf play and I brought up and told her a story about the gentleman and it sounds like that's exactly the play. That mangy mutt thing we ran into in the Glitterwood? Yeah. That was crazy. I'm excited to see because apparently it's the origin Fucking of nuts. that. So. That might. Hmm. Wasn't that just crazy elf magic? That's what I thought, but how else would she know when I told her about the werewolf? Unless there's and other the bonds that go up in that area and have heard the story and then told it. True. But I guess you'll find out tomorrow, hmm? Mm-hmm. That's curious. That would make those werewolves very old. Well, we were it's... next to the entrance to the Feywild, too, and that does... What if that would have any time dilation? It's... Sure shit did when we crawled back through it. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, it didn't slow time like the shadow Shadowfell. It kind of accelerated it. Yeah. But I think it's all... You know, yep. I mean, you've, you've heard me stories of like, yeah, like pockets of chaotic stuff, right? Cause I mean, the first time I went in for weeks and came back after a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd been hours. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? But hopefully, it's as good a show as this one. I wonder if there's any like correlation where, since there's a physical rift into the Feywild, if that weakens the. Um, the, the planes and maybe pockets of dark shadow fowl could pop in every now and then. Mm. I don't know. That would be interesting. We didn't see anything colorful though near the shadow fowl. No. Well, we don't. But even when we were around that castle, didn't it kind of feel like we were in the shadow fowl almost? Which castle? In Runeheim. Yes. That's oh, what I mean. Yes, yeah, that's what I meant. But like, I was thinking if if we're near a physical portal to like Feywild or the Shadowfell if the other one could possibly pop up as because it's like there's a weakness oh I see what you're saying and then you know like all of a sudden boom there's a little bit of you know color so I don't know could I ask Alabastus because he's the that's true he he's would done be the, interplanar travel he would be the authority on that it's the only one we know yeah. fine that's just speculation yeah true are we mind linked by now no, I don't know are we yeah, I guess we can. Oh, yeah. I think you guys have been talking real life for <clears throat> t- 10 minutes, so. There we go. There you go. So, Lady what's up? Solyria also brought me back to 
her family's ownings, which is her gambling hall, and that's where oh, I was returning that from. Makes sense. That makes sense. She pulled me into a private room that got rid of all magic mm, and questioned my inte- intentions. Turns mm. out Duke de Madani. Say that 15 times fast. Duke de Madani. Duke de Madani. Duke de Madani. Duke de Madani. I wouldn't actually do that because it's, it's in easy my head. In your head. It comes across perfectly. <laughs> like, I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. He had okay. told her I was extremely interested in becoming friends with her. Mm. And so she was questioning my intentions and what we were really doing here and brought up the fact that we knew the two before the Colosseum and mm. that I had talked to the king and the queen. And what did it end off? It ended off that I was wanting to play music here, and yes, I was interested in her because I heard the gala was a good place to start. Okay. And then it blossomed into I actually want to be friends with her. Okay. And how did you spin into that we knew the king and queen? I didn't. I just said we went to the king and queen because that's where I thought I could make my fortune. Hmm. But with their favor. Something would have to. We'd have to have some sort of repute in order to garner their attention, or the, the... She lies to you all the time with much less... I suppose. <laughs> I'm just trying to think if I was pressed, I need to have a good... Oh, I see what I'm you're not saying. As... And I said that we <laughs> yeah, 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 knew yeah, yeah. the I other see. two mm-hmm. because we met them outside the town, mm-hmm. and they tried to start a fight with us, but we did not fight. Okay, interesting. And I pressed, and she definitely isn't one of the twelve, and she no. is gaining nothing from the war. Okay, that's good. Maybe and somebody I'm wondering. You fucking eye on the prize. Hmm? You sure you still got your eye on the prize? You're yes. not distracted trying to make a friend? What I'm asking is if it would be worth it to tell her the truth, to have another pair of eyes and an insider. I mean, she knows the twelve. At least the probably the duh. But we barely know her. Yes. She rides giant fucking crows. Where's all her money come from? Her gambling, gambling. halls. Okay. That makes sense to me. Because she's not as old as she. She's not as young as she looks. She's closer to 35, 40, abouts. So she had to make herself a little vulnerable to talk to you like that. Yes. I mean, when I'm talking, all magic was taken out. All magic was taken out. You know, her big bodyguard? Mm-hmm. He's a half-orc. What'd he look like? Like, a half-orc? <laughs> Do we recognize this half-orc? By the way, the only reason I'm wearing a ring mask right now is so you guys can't see, can't see my face, which I realize is a great thing to do. Uh, <laughs> I'm you guys all your shit. Uh, I can smile or frown, and I can just be like... Listen to the rainbow. You asking if you recognize the form? No. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah, you could actually. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did. <laughs> you get that? <laughs> that's... I did not. That's what she's doing when she does this. Oh, her of face course, changes. Of course. Of course. Okay, that's what he looked like. Okay. Interesting. She knows the families very well. Mm-hmm. Very, very well. If we could trust her, that would be a boon. She's not tied to the family. She's not tied to the crown. She's gaining nothing from the wars. I think we'd have to figure out how, if we could trust her for sure, but... Because, I mean, that might be an in. 
Well, did you get invited to the party? She told me I will know tomorrow night at the play, but I also have to give her an answer the next few days. She offered me a contract, and so... What places have contracts? What kind of contract? Playing at her casino at least once a week. For how long? Don't know. I told her I needed to think upon it. And... Might be hard to pull. Of course, I mean, your life is your life. You do what you will, but... You know, if, you, if we are going to continue our endeavors doing what we do, seeking out the... Mind flayer, seeking out the crow, trying to put us on, you know, get the scribbles or whatever. It might be hard to have a regular commitment, but you know, if you are finding genuine, you know, friendship with this individual, and I mean, most bonds would jump at a chance to play at a fancy place and have a good life in the city. This entire town feels more like I'm drowning than I did within the actual lake. Yeah. I miss the smell of grass. Never thought you'd say that, huh? No. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. And I might like her, but everyone around her. Mm -hmm. Ugh. Maybe that's what attracts her to you, in part. Is that you're not like that. Guess it's not too late for you yet. But what if there was a... What if you tried to counter spin a contract where you play exclusively at her place whenever you're in town? You could either give her warning, we give her a quill, say, we'll be in town. Make some advertisements, and you know, we'll we'll have a show of it. You know? We could treat right here occasionally. Make some extra coin. Give her some reputation. Could do that. It would be worth bargaining. It's a good bargain. Whatever happens after this party, who gives a shit? Are we going to be in the court city any longer than that? I don't know. Could run forever. Have been already. I don't think we have anything to run from, but... Well, all what we have to run to. I guess I just... You make whatever deals you want. We also have the stuff in Highmont to think about. Yeah. If we want to do anything with that, but... We don't I know love you both, but a guild hall is not necessarily a stage. No, a guild hall is not a stage. That is true. Well, you do whatever the fuck you want, because you always seem to make up your own damn mind anyways, regardless of how it affects anyone else, huh? Takes one to know one. Well, I love you both just the way you are. <laughs> Mom and dad are fighting again. <laughs> Nobody asked you! How do you yell in your head? Uh-huh. <laughs> no. Same. You know. So what, you want to get buddy-buddy with her? What do you want to tell her? Everything? I don't know. That's why I came to you two. Well, what would... Let's, let's entertain the idea, at least. What would we tell her if we're going to? That... You know, we've been gallivanting around the world seeking powerful things, maybe not. That the cause of the undead scourge and the war in the east had sent someone to infiltrate the Twelve, and Mm -hmm. I'm looking for them. I was very literally hired by the court to go to the east, or west, 
define the Undead's code, so that's not necessarily wrong. You know, technically your your skins in the game are just, you know, what you see fit to do. But I was actually contracted to do this. I always forget that. Yeah. Well, me and, me and Eskel, but he, um, he has... Well, I think you saw that fulfilled back when we were had our first meeting in the Vale with the King. Maybe. And he asked us to do the book. Yeah. Go to Volo. Well, the, the Scourge isn't necessarily done. Well, if that squid face who rose them all is still dead, maybe it is, but... Uh, there's a couple of squid faces that'll raise the squid face that raised everything else. I know, I know, I know. So it makes it difficult. At least I feel an obligation to it, but... And what do we gain from telling her this? An ally, a way inside, someone who has nothing to gain from the war, who mm-hmm. also hates deceit. If we have a, if we have the hostess on our side, she will forgive things. You tell me she ain't gonna be pissed that you just lied to her about what we're doing here, and now you're gonna come clean and tell her, and she's not gonna be mad about that. She might be mad, but I'll be telling her the truth. And if that, if she thinks that's worth two licks, and we don't get into this party and find out what we need that's worth it and even worse if she spreads news because it seems like you're doing a pretty slick job the way we're going now but it feels wrong <sighs> I get that but think of it this way if we get her on our side truly and honestly not only do we have the hostess of the party on our side who will forgive maybe minor transgressions we also might have her entire staff acting as extra ears. We can't be everywhere. We can't read everybody's minds. And if the Madani can sense when you're infiltrating other people's minds, they might very well understand what we are doing. And I'm hoping for her not to spread it to any of the Twelve, for mm-hmm. certain. That would be a part of it, but it would very much be... I mean, you don't need to worry about how I would tell her any more than you need to worry about how I play my instrument at the end of the night to get food in your stomach. I do if it gets us killed. It won't get us killed. Look at us. Mm. We're practically gods. Lovely, so if I said that, I forget it. <laughs> mm. I don't know, I think your, your inclinations are valid as are yours. Well, she has rooms where she can get rid. Thank you, O Decider. <laughs> Plus, she has what? She has rooms where she can get rid of magic and see truth. And do magic, yes. Mm, that worked great today, obviously, for her. As you lied through your teeth. How do you know she's not doing the exact same thing to you? Yes, you know, she wasn't magically by any means affected. Unless there is a stipulation to the magic, in which case she could, you know, it doesn't affect her, but I think that's a little... I don't know. Also, what reason would she have? Because if she is with them, and we don't know that, they know who we are. We're assuming they're back, right? Mm -hmm. We've killed two of them. One we had a good conversation with before we did it. That's right. So they know who you are. True. Yeah. It's just a thought. I'm saying, if you want to trust her, go with your gut. 
We all make our choices. I've chose to trust in you. It's worked out so far. I feel like you keep saying things that I want to hear, but somehow making me feel guilty for them. (laughs) And it's not helping. Welcome to my relationship with it. I was just going to say, welcome to family, sister. (laughs) Make your own decisions, slut. (laughs) I trust you, idiot. Bitch kidding. (laughs) I mean, if I were really going to just act, don't you think I would have done it in that room? Mm. So can you not cut me a little bit of slack for choosing to come to you two? I give you all the slack in the world, Annie. I just want to make sure you're still looking at this clearly. That you understand how dangerous this could be to trust her. I am... People will stab you in the back for the dumbest fucking reasons. So just be sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, well, I think that it is a valid point, and we've all been bruised and battered by people we trust, perhaps, so you know, injured by those we care about or feel like we were going to care about. But, you know, we can't necessarily do everything on our own all the time. And sometimes we're going to have to put our trust in people. If you feel that you're getting a good read from her, and you feel like it's something that she could help us with, then maybe that is the right way of doing it, as opposed to doing it with lying and deceits in order to potentially get found out anyway and then have more enemies on our side or against us. I mean, like I said, she has the benefit of not being a dragon marked, not being part of the ground. She is a third party that is able to operate on her own volition that is still respected. Someone who maybe doesn't like the current concrete system that's ruled the court city for years. Exactly. Someone from the outside offering a chance to change everything. Exactly. All you have to do, you don't even have to do anything. Just look the other way. Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly. And if, you know, this entity has infiltrated a house, that would, you know, really shake things up. If anything, there would be more money to be earned or gained. And if she's, you know, somebody who likes to make money a lot, that might, you know, help add. Because she's also, they are an established family. That isn't necessarily one of these. I don't know. Like we said, it's your gut. Yeah. I trust him. This has been no help. (laughs) (laughs) At least now we can prepare. At least now, if it goes, you didn't go in there with a jolly smile like she's your best friend, right? At least now you'll be aware it might not go the way you want it to, and we'll have a plan in place. We could all go talk to her together. Do you need a grasp? That's something? that's what I'm saying. So, like, we might think it through a little more that we don't rush into something. Yeah, that we all get a beat on it. Wait, let me go on the side. Oh yeah, sorry, I definitely oh, do have gifts saved for you on here. So, try to do the most innocuous thing I could. You know, okay. <laughs> And what am I supposed to say about the contract? 
Oh, negotiate, see what I could get it to. I mean, I think Norman's pitch was pretty good. Like, leave it open-ended, but you'll play for her exclusively and, you know, let her know we'll be here for the next month. Yeah. And honestly, if, you know, if we're being truthfully honest, we could say that we have things that we feel obligated to do that make us travel around so we can't necessarily be tethered down. If that's the way it would choose to go. Yeah. Just see when that gets us. I did tell her that the main reason I couldn't say yes right now was because I set out to kill my parents, so. Oh, well, that's aired out, I suppose. And perhaps not wrong. Is that true? Aren't they dead? No. Oh, yeah. Maybe that was a dream. Could have sworn I've seen your parents die, but... You did watch them die. Okay. And I did not feel bad. Let's recreate it. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Yes. This wouldn't have anything to do with your sudden interest in some brigand's random map, would it? No. Okay. That was just I'm bored. Okay. It's hard to tell with you sometimes, I just want to be clear. I think they're still out east, but, I mean, we could scry, we can try to find things, but, I mean... Do you have anything of this? (laughs) (laughs) She's theirs. I don't know if that counts. (laughs) Well, half and half, we'll just need a lot of blood. Yep. Because, <laughs> like, how far up the tree can you go? Then you go grandparents, great grandparents. Yeah. Go <laughs> yeah. find your great great granddaddy. I. We can definitely try, but I don't like the idea of them continuing to sell demons' blood and weapons, and it makes me physically ill to think they are making money off of this war. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I. So I would like to find them for that reason. At least to have a talking and figure out where the supply comes from. Have a way we can talk after they're dead. Perfect. Perfect. Aren't we just the bloom stalkers? (laughs) 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 You guys all make a perception check. (laughs) One? Because this is in our... Plus. Plus, like, five. Twenty-three. Twenty-six. I got fat and that makes nerve. You facing the wall. <laughs> your um the sound. I'm underneath the bed. Excuse me, my alarm clock, and I'm going to crawl under the bed. What the hell is going what is something moving under there? Light, and I'm going to kick your face out from me. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to take and flip the bed (laughs) (laughs) after you kick my face away. What the hell are you doing under there? As I flip the bed and you're just... What are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? I cover up the paper and go, shh, it's us. Well, I think that. So it comes out like this. (laughs) Yeah. You do see a feathered green quill um, 
So are you like laying on your stomach now? Like, yeah. is, if, okay, I'm going to sit on her. Oh, oh, <laughs> that's heavy. And look over her shoulder. And I hold it up. <laughs> Hi, it's me. Princess Elspeth. Oh, oh right? The show. Wouldn't Which you think? You PEV? I don't know who PEV is, but I would think that Baltimore be... is Baltimore. Okay. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. How close are you to success in. in... Endeavors. And thank you. Okay. The only reason I know it's probably them is because Zachlin wrote me a love letter and it included a quill. We can... <laughs> a love letter. <laughs> <laughs> a love letter. I, I'm so confused. And so we 19 were talking... on uh, insight. <laughs> Roll a deception check. <laughs> Roll a deception check. <laughs> Bullshit! (laughs) Nobody's ever written you! (laughs) I will get a love letter. I will get a love letter. And I will pull this out of the pocket to the finest performer. Unfortunately, this... Steel and storm mean I cannot see every performance, nor can I hope to win your young heart with nothing but my thoughts, but I would be lucky to know that you were writing to me at any time or place. Enthusiastically morose. And that's not a fucking love letter. Morose. E-M. There's underlined the E-M. Uh, yep. Oh. And so then the uppercase ones is unfortunately Steel Storm. Well, Steel Storm, Norwin Young. Annie. Annie. I'm the only one not spelled right too in my own love letter. <laughs> oh yeah, he loves you for sure. He's just trying to get close to us. Yeah. <laughs> He's loving us. <laughs> and we talked all last, not last night, this morning. Yes. Yes. Are you sure that's who's on the other side of this pen? Yes. Because, and I will pull out another piece of paper. Wait, you and Elizabeth talked all morning? No. You don't have another piece of... Oh, wait, to write back to him? Oh, I did. I burned it, that's burned right. It. But I will read it out loud because it's short. Have we suspected these Madonnies at all? I mean, they literally do the same thing Mind Flayers do. Yeah. I can show you here. So if someone could tempt you with secrets and better powers... Yeah, they'd be really good at discerning things. And they're close to, and they're trusted. Mm-hmm. I don't think they should be ruled out. That's why I said I have it up right now. I'm almost spot. there. So I replied, and I said, Who says words wouldn't work? You can try, not in vain. My men don't speak for me. Why do they worry you? To which the response was, First to test to verify your identity. Who perished in the dungeons of Runeheim before returning home? Reply with one word, then give update. E.M. And so I replied, Elspeth, now you. How do I know I can trust you? Meet me. Because I still didn't know. There's technically two people that perished in that. And he said, you know me. We caught eyes when you first arrived and again in the box seats. Limited quill responses. QS requests update. What's happening? So I very kindly replied, fuck you, Eck. I will waste words. Still following leads. Play with Celeria tonight. We'll have more tomorrow. You break my heart. Your dad, too. 
And he said, don't use name. Also, not my father. Let us know progress daily. QS gets copy. Thank you for service in silence. Burn parchment. Good luck. Which Annie might not say is, but my favorite part of this brief back and forth that we had at 11.30 p.m. session after you guys left was, because she didn't know it was Eklund because it was not super obvious, but I was mm-hmm. like, well, there's a hint there. She said... You are your you are your father. Annie muttered in defiance as she ripped the paper off from under the bed. Pride thoroughly crippled and scooted her way up. Setting it ablaze in the candle, she repeated her daily affirmation, I will get a love letter eventually. I will get a love letter eventually. <laughs> somehow, somehow in her mind, it only sounded like she will strangle Eklund next time she sees him. I was done. Oh, shit. You didn't get a love letter. <laughs> that time was so funny. Elspeth and mm-hmm. maybe I should happen. ask her if we should trust Lady Spleria. Well, to Earth's point, he is one of the only people that knows our quest, and one of the only dragon marked people that knows our quest. If we don't know for a definitive certain that we're talking to Elspeth, it could be some diffuge of trying to get what we're getting, and so that it can diffuse. Not to, like, throw everybody under the Did bus. Did you hear my accusation? Like, oh, okay. I said it. We haven't really suspected the Madanis at all, and those fuckers have the same powers as the Mind Flayer, so if anybody's mm. going to come in and promise you great advancement, it might be those subs. Question. So that's what no one's saying. Would B-Shape work in an anti-magic room? I don't think so. Would Rage? Because it can't be dispelled, I don't think. It can't be dispelled, but it's still innately magical. Mm-hmm. I think it's different. See, that's it's a big debate about like would dragon flame, for example, work. Dragon mm-hmm. flame is something to be of the magical essence that perfuses the world. So I think mm-hmm. rage would work. Okay. But I don't think wild shape would. I'll have to look at look. Because I'm curious, like if Norman like flew into a room, like if he was a fly or something, and flew into a room that was anti magic, if he would pop back out, because it technically can't be dispelled. I'll take I'll take a look. I'll take a look while you guys think. Yeah, that's what I'm curious about because I could fly up there and try to meet with Elspeth in secret and ask her myself. Because, you know, if she hasn't tried to contact us and this person seems to think that we are, that I could be... also try to verify via the parchment, too, by asking something only Elspeth would know. That's also true. Because, I mean, I think... It was clear that the that he knew who died in there. He knows about Danny. Mm-hmm. Where we have limited things that she knows only, unless there are things that you have done with her or. Unfortunately, her. no. She's a little young. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to her about that. Eklund wouldn't know. We should also remember he can. Detect thoughts. Surface thoughts. Well, maybe deeper, but he'd have to pry. Hmm. And he wouldn't have to. He can't, he can't possibly have known everything that she knows. No, I know. That's why I'm just saying, like, let's pick a. Upscale Yeah. I think those are our two options, just to verify that this is true. 
Let's Maybe follow it's Claymore to... more than once. Hmm? Froghemoth. Mm-hmm. Froghemoth, yes. She probably wouldn't have talked about that unless she blathered on about Dying. her whole story. Or feed it to her false, maybe, and say, remember the monster that swallowed your brother? True. Mm-hmm. And if she writes back, what? Oh, that was... Wasn't <laughs> wasn't that Froghemoth with Claymore? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think you and Elspeth were sharing her horses as well. So you guys did have... Now I think about it, you guys did have several... I think a couple days... Mm-hmm. What do I crave more than anything? Ah, yes, love letter. Yeah, <laughs> 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 you never gotten one. Probably more like, mundane things that you guys shared on your horseback travel. Mm-hmm. For instance, I think you could like make one up that you would have talked about. Yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. you, you know, I mean, we spent three days sitting next yeah, to each other that exactly. we didn't RP. Right, it doesn't have to be some grand thing that we RP the table. You guys mm-hmm. happen to be on the same horse, mm-hmm. so yeah. I think those would be our two options. To figure that out because I do think your point is valid. That they are dragging my family, they are extremely close to the crown, to the court, and everybody trusts them, and everybody seems to trust them. Yeah, I mean, they entertain. Eklund is close to the the crown. Remember, he seems to be a deviant for most of the family. Seems to be, yes. I'm I'm not telling the truth or false, I'm just saying it's not like how can we trust these donnies are all around? (laughs) Yeah, no, no, but yeah, but he like. The, he was like the king's guy, wasn't yes, he? Yes. So he was pretty, yeah, pretty prominent. Exactly. And who knows if the Madani have, they have powers to view into people's minds, but do they have powers to prevent people from viewing into their own? That would be interesting to know. Because, anyway, it could just be speculation, but, you know, when, when everybody looks like a suspect, mm-hmm. we have to treat everybody that way. Exactly. True. And I think that's a very valid point. I'll Before test her. I'll think of something we talked about on her I think that's travels and reply. Again, right back, trust your gut, just be careful. Mm. Yeah. We're playing with sharper knives every day. Exactly. So, I think those are good things that we can... Maybe we have a talk with Lady Attain, the three of us, we see how it goes, and then ultimately you can make the decision on whether or not you trust with that information, we can maybe come up with a signal that you and I would give her when we both feel comfortable enough to trust it. Is she going to be expecting answers from you tomorrow after the theater? She said within the next few days. Okay. So possibly. But I can certainly talk with her after the theater or before tomorrow, like, okay, well, let's discuss a contract and Mm -hmm. what that would look like. Mm -hmm. Just wondering how much more time we have to sniff around before we have to make a plan. Yeah. So, that's but, all. If, but if we have the help from the person throwing the party, we can plan so much shit. Streamers, balloons. <laughs> and on that note, we're going to party planning. <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. Party planning committee. All right. We thought well, about light shows with Alabasta. We can, uh, well, it sounds like we'll convene next time, and we'll have the next day. So here are my asks of you, you guys before mm-hmm. next time. Uh, one, let me know what messages you and I can, can do back and forth with the entire messaging there, and to the point where we can all slap online to do the messaging back and forth if you mm-hmm. want to show them. If you want to have a secret, that, that's totally fine. You guys, whatever you're doing the next day, if that's mm-hmm. more library stuff, like all of you guys, just think about what you want to do the next day. Again, we have 
two weeks to go, so we should mm-hmm. we should move forward at a pace that allows us to do whatever we want to do. We did some mm-hmm. great things, some research and some buying stores and shipping it. Great shit. Think about it over the week and just shoot me things on Slack so mm-hmm. that we can we might just be able to hand wave these things to say you went there, you did it, it, it cost us much. Done. Mm-hmm. Okay. In that case, so we're kind of planning to do a little bit of a time skip maybe before the next session, which I'm totally good with, but I just had one idea. I wanted to cast Argery, okay. which only takes a minute, and ask the spirits if telling her is a good idea. Ooh. Have to be so you like... have to, to do that a half hour before you're going to ask her. I don't know that. We're going to go right now. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go and tell her right now. If I go and tell her right now, because this is just the night that Andy lied, that it, that was all bullshit, and what our real mission is, is that a good idea? That's interesting. Okay. You can think about your answer. Yeah, you don't have to yeah, give it to no, me right now. I'll, I'll but I just thought, like, I don't want to forget to do that. No, and mm-hmm. I don't I'm not, I don't want to have a time skip right now. No, no, no. Okay. But mm-hmm. So we'll start off the next day exactly where, where we're leaving off right now. Um, Annie can fill you guys in on what she and Elspeth work against. I don't, I don't, yeah. don't know. I'm just saying think about it because mm-hmm. we're not going to have the time skip right now, per se. Mm-hmm. But, but I, I imagine we do. next session we're going to reach, or within the next two sessions, we're going to reach a plan. What are you guys doing for two weeks yep mm-hmm. library every day i'm totally fine with that mm-hmm. but you better have lists of things and i'll probably just start sending info dumps if i can I'm makes not. sense totally because totally. i definitely enjoyed this but i don't want to want to do this three more weeks in a row mm-hmm. oh no absolutely you know? not i get though it was very fun it was nice being able to more mm-hmm. dumb stuff like that especially in a cool way of like a like a theater performance yeah oh yeah that was I, 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 I like that mm-hmm. no it was very cool um Steven, would you mind hitting the button? Yes, I am. You guys got a lot of big life shit going on soon. Are we still good to meet?